What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Dragon Shield. Use code PLAYTOWIN5 at the affiliate link down below for 5% off to help support the show. Welcome to the Play to Win podcast, where we talk about winning in CEDH. I'm Cam. I'm Dylan. And this week, we're brewing Jund. I've had Jund on the mind. I've been thinking a lot about different Jund stuff. We've both been Jund guy in the past at our local game store for forever. I've been thinking about Jund. I want to brew a Jund deck. I'm super into that. So we're going to brew some Jund. But before we get into that, if you want to support us directly, make sure you check out our Patreon link down below. A couple things I'm thinking about here. Number one, first thought is Jund, I feel like right now is a Corvold's world. So we might be brewing a Corvold list from scratch. That's my one thought. Corvold is really good, draws a ton of cards, really good with Dockside Extortionist. My second thought, they've been printing a lot of Powers Matters cards recently. I think a lot of them are not so good, but some of them might be good. And I've been thinking about Dargo a bunch. So I kind of want to put some of these Powers Matters things from either Silvalo Brostorm, using some of the black ones, combining them with a cheap one mana, seven power creature in the command zone that's another thought that i've been having and then my third thought that i've been having is lots of orcish bowmasters lots of shieldridge lots of mayhem devils being really good for me recently do we want to cram all that stuff into one deck destroy the board and ping everyone with lots of damage and do jund stuff these are my three camps i have a thought that i've been having recently which is i want to go fast more recently and try to get around the meta that way yeah so i also really like this direction have been thinking about ragrak more recently as well so i think i would like to throw him as a partner into the ring as well okay understood yeah i think in the mid-range hell in the mid-range world if we're in jun colors meaning without blue we want to go fast. We want to go faster than the mid-range decks before they can set up, right? Because even in Corvold, unless we have Dockside Extortionist, we are not drawing as many cards as the rest of the table. Yeah. And we are unable to interact as well as the rest of the table, presumably. So in order to get around that, we got to be quick, like you said, and we got to be able to present consistent wins turn after turn and probably even on other 
opponent's turns too yeah i think the consistent wins like that's how we get through it i don't i don't think this is the deck that's going to hold out and wait till we find vela somewhere we're just going to get right. to a point where we can present a win on turn two and then a win on turn three and then a win on turn four and just every turn and present just kind of take that's a what we're note trying. from the cody deck that we all lost to yeah. in the tournament that we talked about yes. last week and yeah. just go i got to be able to hang in the mid-range but be more early game focused yeah so i, I think our biggest um contenders for whatever we're doing right now Corvold is probably in that fast range, and I think Dargo Ikra and maybe Rograk Ikra are also have the potential to be very, very fast. Yes, I agree. Now, Ikra as a partner is also kind of a throwaway piece. Yeah. We could do Rayhan. We instead. could do Rayhan and just have a three mana commander instead if we're going to do the partner routes. I, I think like that, that might. Yeah, I agree. I think that might come up a little bit more easier, and depending on who our other partner is like if we're playing dargo it will make it easier to play cards like deadly Rollick and deflecting swat too so yeah. maybe that's another consideration yeah that's very true um it's tough it's tough it's tough it's very tough should we do should we make a pros and cons list i think we should make a pros and cons list. all right let's do a pros and cons list between corvold and partners i think okay. is the first thing that we should decide because once we figure out do we want to do a partner or do we just want to stay in Corvold? I think that will help us narrow our decision. From what I've seen on EDH Top 16, if I'm understanding what I've seen correctly, Corvold has won the most tournament. It's, it has the most success. Well, hold up. What was one of the tournaments that's listed on here? I don't know. Why? Because remember, one of them cheated their way to a win. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, that may be true. So I don't know if that's like right. included well, on this website. So Corvold has 61 entries, which is kind of a lot, but only a 13% win rate, which is actually not so good. So maybe this tournament thing is not a good reason for why Corval just is the most popular not necessarily the best Jun commander I don't think we're building this deck to do well in tournaments I think the I think part of the problem with our color combination is that we're going to be very <laughs> limited in tournaments yeah that might be true but I would like to build the best deck possible that is oh no we're going to build the best deck right now my main requirements are it's a Jun deck it's the best Jun deck and it fits into maybe one of these strategies that we've listed so far that I've been thinking about a lot well all, all the strategies that we've talked about so far are the best Jun strategies so i think we can knock that right out of the park back to corvold versus partner i've played corvold before when the deck does its thing it really hums i've had a hard time because the deck just is not quite as good without corvold it doesn't do as much doesn't have enough now corvold has gotten a ton of stuff recently some of the stuff i've played with some of the stuff i've haven't specifically the new black card from clue that draws you a card whenever you mastermind cast a spell. plum mastermind plum that one i think is a huge include into Corvold and a big reason why I'd be wanting to play Corvold right now. Yeah, it draws you a card when you cast a spell that you spent treasure to cast it on. Right. Not yeah. just whenever you cast not a spell. Not just whenever you cast a spell or not just whenever you sacrifice a treasure. Yeah, yeah specifically but it's, you do that. But it's still like a very powerful effect that when you are storming off with treasures, every single card is going to be a life and a draw, which is basically like netting your own necropotence that yeah. you can cast spells with right away. Here's my fear about Rograk and some of the partner stuff is that yeah. without Fierce Guardianship, Deflecting Swat is good, but it's, it's not... Normally, the, the, the Fierce Guardianship is another big pull to having the Rograk. And without having the blue, that makes it a little bit trickier. I don't know. Do we want to have a powerful commander or do we want to go? I mean, we talked about fast. We want to go fast. If we want to go fast, we want Rograk. Like, so. I think if we were looking for full-blown speed, Rograk is going to be the easiest way to do that just because we'll be able to shove Calling the Weak and Infernal Plunge effects into the deck just to maximize on our mana output then too. Now, if we do that, that is exactly opposite from a Powers Matter theme or any of the other, the, the damage, like throwing a damage around theme. Now, that might be for good reason. Those themes are probably bad. 
bad and I should keep that in the casual side of my brain. Me, and that, the, the that's whole fine. theme part of this is like and when starting I say, to cross that boundary. Definitely. It definitely does. And when I say theme, I don't mean a true theme. I just mean having a cohesive strategy that is maximizing on some of these new avenues that I don't think were available before. Yeah. I don't mean truly. You're not swapping out. Yeah. You're not swapping out like 20 to 30 cards to play a 10. Powders Matter deck. So yeah, right. We're talking about like even like five to 10 cards that are built around the fact that Dargo has seven power. That being said, I do think if we want to go Jund and our mission is fast, and I agree with you that I think we want to go fast right now. Yeah. We're in the mid-range world. I don't want to grind Agreed. with everyone. Yeah. I don't want to do what everyone else is doing. No. I want to go before them. If I try to grind with them, they'll outvalue me. I want to win before they win. 100%. I think we go Rograk. I think we would go Rograk too if we're trying to go. Now Dargo can still go fast, so if Dargo we do, very fast. if we do want to also like kind of include a theme with this build, I would say like yeah, we can still go fast with Dargo. But if we want to go as fast as possible, Rograk's what the, what we want to do. My big differences between the two of those normally when I've compared them in the past is Rograk is going to get the. Turn two, almost always. The turn one, sometimes. And then after that, I can win more. Whereas Dargo is not going to win on turn one or turn two quite as often as the Rograk deck will. But it'll completely smash turn three. And I don't think we want to smash turn three right now. I want to go on the turn two or one. And Rograk is there, I think. I think that's what we want to do, too, is go into the way early game instead of, like, rely on turn three. Turn three is by the time people are untapping with their engines and feeling more comfortable. I want to get them before they're comfortable. Yeah. Now, the issue is both of our Golgari commanders stink. They suck, yeah. Ikra's been used a lot in the past just because, theoretically, the life gain can help with ad nauseum things. I don't know. I feel like there's something to be said about just having a second commander that's only three mana. When it dies, you can put those counters on that. I don't know. That part's probably not relevant. But three mana versus five mana for essentially a do-nothing, that might be something. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I would agree. Let's reread Rayhan because we're very familiar with Ikra, but just you and me personally were right. less familiar with Rayhan, uh, Last of the Abzan. So it enters the battlefield with three plus one plus one counters. It's a three mana three three. When a creature you control dies or is put into the command zone, if it had more than one plus one plus one counters on it, you may put that many plus one plus one counters on target creature. So if like we have Rayhan out and it dies, we can put plus one plus one counters on Rograk, and then if we sacrifice Rograk with one of our rituals or with a diabolic intent, we can put those counters on something else. Can you do me a favor? Can yeah. we look up the wording of Agatha's Soul Cauldron right now? Yeah, Is sure. Is there any overlap? Can this help? Can this be a part of a Soul Cauldron line? All right, so the first line is just a bunch of yada, yada, yada text. Creatures you control with plus one, plus one counters on them have all activated abilities of all creatures exiled with the Soul Cauldron. So it doesn't, since you put the counter on with the Soul Cauldron, having Rayhan having those counters already, that doesn't exactly help anything there, right? No, but it means that you can exile it to, you can exile something in your graveyard to the Agatha Soul Cauldron and then cast Rayhan and not have to worry about having Rayhan in play when you go to exile the thing. This, so it just yeah. opens up a couple more windows for you to set up for a combo, potentially. And there's no way this doesn't win with Walking Ballista in the same way that Francisco does because Francisco has the Explore thing that puts the counter back on. Rayhan can't put the counter back on. So Correct. There's no, there's no combo potential we can do there. Yeah, because you need a creature to die in order to put the plus one, plus one counters on something else. Should we do a quick... Let me just do a quick... Where's Commander's Spell Table? I want to look up Rayhan and just see if anything has changed book. No combos found. Either way, that being said, I don't feel like doing Ikra. We've done Ikra before. Ikra's never done anything real for me. I want a three-man commander. I say we do Rayhan. All right, I'm into Rayhan. So we're doing Rograk Rayhan then? Let's do it. 
Double Beautiful. R's. That red, sounds good. Red Ribbon Army. Red Ribbon Army. I love that. That's the name of that's the name of it. All right, we'll start with there. All right, beautiful. Okay, so how are we winning the game? First let's, of all, we're going really fast. Yeah, we'll start at the top. We're doing ad nauseum. We're doing ad nauseum. This yeah. is going to be down. this will be a standard ad nauseum deck, but it's going to be through the our brewing minds, and we're going to see if we can get to something real. I will say I have. I want to get this out there too. I have played Rograk Jund before. Yeah, my current record is one zero. With okay. Rock Rack John. Good sign. Which is really good. And there's video proof of that on the professor's <laughs> okay. uh, site. Yeah. So if you want to go to the professor's channel, you were playing Ikra at the time, though, right? I was playing Ikra at the time, yeah. Did it ever come up? No, Ikra didn't come up. Never come up. Maybe no, right Rock Rack came up a ton, though. Came up a ton. Okay. Let's start. We have Ad Nauseum. Let's yeah. go with the rocks. We're doing Mana Crypt, Mox Diamond, Chromox, Soul Ring. Boom. Tier one rocks in. We're doing Lotus Petal, Mana Vault, Mox Opal, and the one ring. Tier, tier two rings, rocks in. Even though the one ring is draw. Not it's a rock. I <laughs> include it in rock. the rock section now. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Not the one ring to rule them all. <laughs> that card sucks. All right, the one ring is in here now, too. That's our backup plan, is we have the one ring that was going to help us grind a little bit more. Absolutely. There has to be more mana artifacts that we want to play. Of course, play. we'll have Arcane Signet. Felwar Stone. Felwar Stone. The drum. What's the drum? Springleaf Drum. Springleaf Drum. That's great with Rograk. I think we're cut off on two mana... We don't want to do much more than that. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. These two ones, I think, are the best, and I think we can cut that off there. Um, I really like Springleaf Drum. Do we want to play the other one, the Prismatic thing? Prismatic. It's the opposite of Springleaf Drum because it's an equipment. Paradise Mantle. Paradise Mantle, I yeah. I think that's a great one. Yeah, we can do Paradise Mantle. Something that I have liked and used a lot from other Rograk decks is Conqueror's Flail. We're not in blue. We don't have counter spells. I like to be the ability to be able to protect our stuff more. So I like Conqueror's Flail in the artifact section. Do you like that more than Defense Grid? I like them both. You like them both? I think I like them both. Yeah, I know okay. we want to go fast, but we want the option to use our extra Dockside stuff yeah. for protection. Mox Amber is obviously another one that works perfectly oh, with Rograk. I knew we were forgetting another right one. Yeah, yeah, Mox Amber. And we. this is not a Jeweled Lotus deck. I don't think so. Especially now that our other, our second commander doesn't cost five mana. Yeah. I think Jeweled Lotus is going to weigh us down. It is a Lion's Eye Diamond deck, though. It is obviously we're going to be on under a breach yeah. already on ad nauseum so that's going to go there we should move on to some of these other win conditions then too do we want to put in grim monolith and wishclaw talisman while we're still in the artifacts and then we'll move on to the next win condition yeah we can put in wishclaw talisman even though that's that's a tutor and i was going to talk about that when we talk about tutors okay, but sure. we can put Understood. that in now and then you said another card grim monolith is the one that i said yeah i like grim monolith again because we are trying to get to a ad nauseum and we are playing the one ring as well are we playing Necropotence, Bullets of Citadel, or Peer into the Abyss. Other black spells that draw a whole bunch of cards to so go as fast as possible. Let me think about that. So, Necro kind of sucks. Hear me out. We're in Final Fortune, Crop Rotation for Emergence Zone Colors. We're in Final Fortune, Crop Rotation. That, that makes it a lot better, because I was thinking, like, there's no good Born Upon the Wind. But we and do have them. We, we, do. Do, we do have stuff that we can do, at least. I, that's not that bad, actually. That's another field that I've been thinking about more recently, is more ways to win the game at instant speed. I kind of think we should lean into Necro being able to win with Final Fortune, Crop Rotation for Emergence Zone to yeah. still win on that end step or right away in the next turn. Is Bolus Citadel the way that we want to go or do we want to play Pure into the Abyss? I'm not sure if we want to do either. I typically liked Pure into the Abyss for when your life total gets low. You still have a great way to draw your deck and win the game. Yep. And it's not really affected by like Bolus Citadel, which is still kind of the same thing. Your life total gets low, and now you're pinched and can't really do anything. I don't think it's Bolus Citadel. I've been kind of off that card in CDH yeah. recently. Pier, I have also been kind of off recently. 
I do think it could be good, but at first I feel like I want to see what the rest of what we're doing is. Let's lean in more on Ad Nauseam and Necro for now. I'm also going to put in Final Fortune and Crop Rotation at this moment. Do you want to put in Emergence Zone just to make sure we don't forget to? Might as well round that out. Yeah. Yeah. I think our ability to win at instant speed is going to be important. I think so too. Yeah. Taking the opportunity and advantage of windows when we have them, I think is going to be key. Do you want to talk about actual, how do we end the game? Yeah. Dual caster twin flame. I think that's one of the best ones we have access to. The other way that we're going to win the game is with the Witherbloom smog line. I do like that. Yeah, I like having a couple of win lines in these fast decks so that we're not always demonic tutoring for two pieces or an ad nauseum. Sometimes we have the Witherbloom. We just search for the chain and go right there. I like having multiple. I also like including this one so that we have a way to win at instant speed because like, if we're trying to win with Necro on our end step, we can't go to combat and attack with a bunch of Twin Flames yeah. So or, or Dual Caster Mages. So we definitely want to make sure that we have Witherbloom, Chain of Smog in there. Underworld Breach can also be a win con with Grinding Station? Yes, that is also true. It's, such, it's another one of these two card engines that sets you up that we would still need to find one of these other two com- combos that we just talked about but it's another artifact to add to our list as well putting us up to a total of 19 so far nice so our mox opal is going to be turned on our mox opal is so good excellent love that i don't know if we need any other win conditions Let like me think. we have like official ways to finish the game we obviously want to put in more tutors more ways to find the ad nauseum necropotence and like final fortune and stuff like that but i think as ways to solidly close out the game do we need like another way to make infinite something or chain anything i don't think i don't think so i'm thinking about stuff like maybe mayhem devil dock side maybe there will be an accidental extra loop that we can add in but for now as the main ones i like these ones because we don't have an infinite mana outlet in the command zone so like that's that's a bunch of pieces you have to set up to do a dock side loop and the dock side loop cards are a little expensive so if yeah. we're trying to lean in on adnaws running team or saber tooth feels a lot I don't think worse we want to go that far yeah no. i don't think we want to go there well let's go back to the mana production because this is where we're gonna really we start want- on rocks let's go to mana production after we have the angle here we want rituals we want Dockside extortionist so we're yeah. gonna throw that in definitely um we want dark ritual dark ritual and culling the weak and culling ritual being in jun means that we have access to some of the strong Golgari cards that don't get as much love and i think that's one of them culling ritual is going to be one of the strongest cards in the deck it is going to Certainly. be what allows us to power out yeah. massive turns a lot of the time i'm also gonna put cabal ritual in here too oh sure and jessica's will we're a rock rack deck so we oh, want we're jessica's definitely putting jessica's sure. will in here too yeah i mentioned another card earlier i'm not sure what that card is but i would like to mention guild artisan here Guild Artisan is, do you remember this one the, from the background? That's no, commanders. read can, it to me. It says, commanders, creatures you have, say whenever this creature attacks a player, if no opponent has more life than that player, you create two treasures. This is great. Does Rograk have Menace? It does have Menace. That's it, awesome. Not only that, so you can get through pretty effectively, but you're not actually changing the life total, so you can just keep attacking the same player and not doing anything. It's effectively a two-mana rock that creates two treasures a turn with Rograk. I think it's really good. And us having a three-mana Rayhan that can sometimes get in, this will make four treasures if you attack with both of your commanders at the player who has the most life. Honestly, so, you're not wrong. I think Guild Artisan is going to be a really cool card to try in this deck. Yeah, I think Because we saw it be really good in Francisco Crowd. 
Rom recently. Yeah. Spoiler alert. So I'm excited. I'm excited about this. I definitely am seeing some lines where you're going to be able to Rograk turn one along with like a land Mox Diamond and cast Guild Artisan. And then on turn two, you attack and it makes you the two treasures. And, and it pays for itself immediately. With the, extra, with the extra land drop, that's five mana right there for Ad Nauseam right away. Oh, it's that's like, a good point. I, I think it's going to help you out on your curve and, and be a really good extra mana. Yeah, definitely. I just put an Infernal Plunge. That was the card I was saying I brought up earlier that we haven't put in quite yet. I just like have another way to make a bunch of extra mana using Rograk. How about Rite of Flame? Uh, I love Rite of Flame. We could also do Simeon Spirit Guide, obviously, and Elvish Spirit Guide. We're going fast. Hell yeah. We got to get both the Spirit Guides in. Do we want to do Tinder Dryad? Tinder Wall Dryad? Is that what it is? Tinder Wall uh, just Dryad? Tinder Wall? Tinder Wall. I'll put it in for now. Yeah, I like I like Tinderwall in general. It's just another Rite of Flame, basically. How about Ragavan? Too slow? Is that where we want to be? No, I like Ragavan. I mean, Ragavan is slow, but if we go turn one Ragavan, like that's still... If we set up nicely, like that still allows us to use it to our advantage to sacrifice later as well. So I kind of like Ragavan. I think our goal is going to be winning on turn two. Anything that helps us win on turn two, that's going to be our main goal. And I think Ragavan can help with that. I don't want to go too far into Mana Dorks, but I do think Deathrite Shaman... Um, maybe Birds of Paradise and even Ignoble Hierarch could be okay as like extra mana production. I think I agree with you. I don't want to lean in on like the mana dorks, especially the ones that only make one color of mana. I'm okay with Birds of Paradise. Deathrite Shaman can has is the extra protection from Orcish Bowmaster, and we're not going to use it to interact with our opponents, but it does have that ability. I definitely want Deathrite Shaman. I don't think that we want Delighted Half Lane. I don't think so. We don't really have any legendary things that we're going to be casting. But I like Ignoble Hierarch in a Rograk deck where you can attack and give it Exalted. Yo, and if we're playing <laughs> guild, if really, we're, but, but if we're playing guild artisan, like that go. just helps it a little bit more. <laughs> there you go. All right, yeah, I don't mind that either. So yeah, I'm okay with three, technically four mana darks with Ragavan, but I kind of want to cut it off there because they're slow. There. Yeah. They're not really going to help us a ton. Other mana production. We got most of the rituals. We got the red and the black ones. What about green rituals? Are there any? We got the Elvish Spirit Guide, Carpet of Flowers. Again, that can make more than one mana. So I I'm definitely that. think that we want more things that can make more than one mana. I think Carpet of Flowers has gotten some like uh, hate recently. I don't know yeah. if it's the right word, but people are just a little bit low on it. I still think that card is really great. I've been still making two mana minimum with it often. That's a soul ring to me. That's that's good. It's colors of mana that you can make too. It can really help you. Are we playing Mana Morphos? You know what? Part of the reason why I like the Jundad Nauseum decks is because you do get to play Mana Morphos. I think we play Mana Morphos. I think just because like, another way to like make sure our mana is the right color, draw through our deck, win quickly, like we're just going to want to try to go for it. It's just a free spell. It's free. It's free. Yeah. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love this so far. I love this so far. Should we talk about some some tutors? Sure, yeah, we can talk about tutors. Yeah, did you have something else you were going to say first? I was just going to talk about some lands that make two mana, things like Gaia's Cradle, even though we're not playing a ton of creatures. If it can just make two mana, that's going to be good enough. Things like Phyrexian Tower, right? Phyrexian... No, Phyrexian... No, you're right. Phyrexian, Phyrexian Tower. Tower, especially good because it helps us with the Rograk plan that we're trying to yep. go off of. Um, and then Ancient Tomb, City Brass... You mean City of Traders? That's what I mean. Also City Brass, but I mean City of Traders. Thank you. Yeah, definitely one City of Traders. So looking at the mana base right now, we have 24 lands. I put in the... Oh, you got other ones. Oh, I put in the expensive lands package over yep. here on Moxfield. So we got all of the fetches that we need. We have all of the shocks that we need. We have all the dual lands that we need. Mana Confluence, City of Brass. We already had Emergence Zone in here. And then all of these soul lands that we talked about. This totals us at 24 lands That's so already... We maybe need maybe one land more if that i would maybe also agree yeah i feel like <laughs> this is kind of where we want to be at yep yeah i am playing let me just take a look at my grixis turbo list right now and i am playing 24 lands there so the jun one doesn't need more than 20 i think maybe we can even shave a land we could probably <laughs> shave i'm comfortable with this number of lands right For now, now that's fine yeah but i feel like maybe like city of brass is gonna get kicked i think one of the five point. color lands that deals us a damage maybe we could think about yeah tutors tutors yeah let's tutors. get demonic in here demonic vampiric imperial seal going in also diabolic intent diabolic intent worldly tutor is great and i even think eldritch evolution is really good with our rock rack plan so i like that too okay give me a second i gave you a whole bunch right there i only typed two in so far demonic vampiric imperial diabolic eldritch worldly Eldritch is great because Rograk can turn into Witherbloom. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was referring to when you were zoned out typing. That's yes. my fault. <laughs> and uh, Worldly Tutor also tutors up 50% of both of our combos. And also has the ability to like tutor for, this is never going to happen, but every once in a while you're going to end up really tutor for a Simeon Spirit Guide to have that extra mana on your turn too. That's going to be helpful. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want Doxide Extortionist. You don't you think know that what? that's that probably that either. That's yeah. probably way better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is we're at 78 cards. We are chugging along really nicely here. We need some 
interaction though too real quick i want to mention warrior's oath because i think if we're going fast as hell we want all of the two mana time walks i know we said final fortune already i don't think we want all of them maybe just two then i think historically i look at those cards in my hand and i go like this is not helping me too much and once we put in more protection i'll like them more like i like that we're playing both conqueror's flail and defense grid with this right yeah. now but like historically these aren't necessarily my favorite cards all the time okay well we'll come back to those i put warriors oath in for right now we'll wait on the third but let's wait on the third in case we need a in, in, just in case you want to talk about interaction let's get season. so i think we could get a little bit of interaction veil in of summer yeah that's probably the best one deflecting swat that's actually the best one yeah i guess that's true we need a couple ways to be able to deal with problematic permanence in play do we want to play lightning bolt I am meh on Lightning Bolt How about right now. Abrupt Decay? I am higher on Abrupt Decay and Astrophy. How do you feel about the Astrophy? Astrophy, I start getting a little bit curious in the Turbo Turbo decks, but I still think we want to play powerful cards, so I think we should play it. All right, I'll put Astrophy in, and if we end up cutting it, like that could be yeah. a considerable cut. What about like Blast? Do we want to play I like both Blast, Blast because we want to be able to get rid of uh, Rhystic Studies every once in a while, so I think they're extra helpful. Um, also Deadly Rollick. We have the Rograx, so we want to have more. I think Deadly Rollick is great interaction for this deck. I think so, too. It is... Four mana is a lot of mana in these yeah. Adnaz decks, but I think we're going to be able to get away with it. I think it's it. necessary in today's day and age. I also consider Orcish Bowmaster kind of interaction. Oh, yeah, definitely. While we're on that topic, why didn't we put Wheel of Fortune in here? Wheel's good, yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about Wheel of Misfortune? We should talk about Wheel of Misfortune because historically we've hated this card this is the deck for it though if there's any deck that wants it it's these really fast rock rack decks and i might be coming around it kill your darlings right what's the expression we got to make a good deck i think it's a good card even though i don't like it and it bites in the ass a lot i don't like it but it's good here so i will use it here real quick let's go back uh there's a couple tutors that i wanted to add that we maybe forgot yeah gamble gamble oh yeah what about praetor's grasp i love praetor's grasp we're probably going to be playing tainted pact just as like another tutor right so maybe praetor's grasping for thoracle is like a third win condition i think that the praetor's grasp for tainted pact and thoracle is a great way to go okay so do you want to put tainted pact in also because that's like another tutor sometimes it's much better than demonic concept consultation and at least this way like you said we have an extra way to yeah. win the game i'm not playing consult no we're I'm not playing i'm not consult. playing consult. no that card sucks yeah <laughs> um we're not playing sylvan library we're not playing sylvan library yeah if for all intents and purposes the one ring has replaced sylvan library so, in yeah. this strategy for me even though it's more expensive it's completely colorless and is just going to be so much safer yep yeah, I think I think I'm good there. What's our cards looking like? We have win conditions, we have tutors, we have some protection. I feel like we need some more interaction if possible. Do we want to play Autumn's Veil? I've historically liked Autumn's Veil in yeah. these kind of decks. Yeah, I'll put Autumn's Veil in. Autumn is a really weird word. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Do we want to play other protection like Dose in the Falling Leaf? Other players can't cast stuff on my turn cards. That card seems really good if you can resolve a calling ritual before it. Yeah. And if you can't, it seems really bad. The double green pips is tricky. Yeah. But we are kind of a Dockside-y deck. Why not? I think for now, maybe it's okay. Maybe cut it. Maybe we'll cut it. Maybe maybe we'll cut it, yeah. What about Orcish Lumberjack? We're setting up for that turn two win. I love Orcish Lumberjack. I think Let's we should kind of go all in the there. fuck in here. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, a card that helps you get turned to Atali all the time, I think, is a perfect include. We're not playing Atali, but we are playing Ad Nauseam, so and I think it's We I need think it's to get to seven mana so we have some extra floating after we Ad Nauseam anyway. Reign of Filth? 
is technically oh yes it's a right of flame on turn two and it works really well with underworld breach and like helping us push through with that i love reign of filth in i these think it's decks. just like if we're going for fast we're going for all in we're it going helps all to turn in two. all fast yeah exactly other cards other cards is other there cards. anything else that we're missing that can help us like win again noxious revival noxious revival yeah Get a win condition back try to draw it in some way yeah i think noxious revival is a good one yagmoth's will or mizzik's mastery do you have like a mizzik's mastery seems bad i like will better yagmoth's will better i think without the access to mnemonic betrayal i think we i think yagmoth's will will take that slot as third attempt i think that's fair what i like about mizzik's mastery is that i don't have to like like i can recast ad nauseum with it whereas yagmoth's will that doesn't really feel possible a lot of the time so you have to pay for it you have to pay for it and then like if i don't have led or dark ritual like it makes it a lot harder i, I just will have to be a little more set up i will say oftentimes the only way that you are casting ad nauseum in this deck is off the back of rituals and stuff like that so if you're yog willing for the ad nauseum there's probably also a dark ritual or something there true. too yeah but I, I do understand the complaint i still think we need it for now yeah i'm okay with that we have two more slots right now until we get to 100 cards two more slots two um, more slots do we want the other twin flame whatever it's called I don't think so. I don't think we need Heat Shimmer, no. Heat Shimmer, no. We don't want Heat Shimmer. I like it more Natali because I'm looking for more ways to copy Natali, but I'm not really as interested. Hmm, do, are we interested in copying Dockside? I think we are. Maybe we do want Heat we, Shimmer. I think we want a couple extra ways that can make our Dockside go crazy. Yeah, because we, we don't need play, to explode. We can't play Phantasmal Image. Do we play Animate Dead? So Animate Dead, can I show you a picture that I have queued up on my laptop? Yes. It's this little meme. I'll post it in the video here, but it's corporate wants you to find the difference between these two pictures. Phantasmal image and uh, uh, animate dead. And animate dead, but they're the same picture. If we do play the reanimation spell, is reanimate just better? Especially if we're looking for dockside like ways to reanimate, do we want to play the one with cycling unearthed? Okay, so I think after all is said and done, the reality is that Unearth is the one that we want to play because looking at the list, we have zero creatures that have more than three CMC. But how do we sacrifice the Dockside? With like, it has to be with a culling or something like that? No, we have, are you kidding me? We have culling the weak, culling ritual. We have infernal plunge. We have diabolic intent. We yeah, have Phyrexian tower. Like because of Rog so built around sacrificing, sacrificing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did it, Unearth? Unearth. Yeah. This seems great. And it doesn't get in the way of like the life loss thing. Like the, I should the life loss doesn't get in the way of like our ad nauseum and our necro plan then too so i think unearth is perfect and now we could this is like kind of have like this cool luris thing going on almost second, second backup option i like it couple obvious powerful cards that maybe we should just bring up okay dothy voidwalker opposition agent so opposition agent doesn't push you ahead like you can get some value off of it but it doesn't like help you win the game it doesn't help our sense. turn two strategy no it doesn't help the turn two strategy and the same goes for dothy voidwalker but these are cards that i'm thinking about for like ways to help us get back if we don't get the turn one or the turn yeah. two which i think we do need we're at 100 cards but we've talked about a couple that we would consider cutting but we, we put grinding station in right? we did put grinding okay. station in i'm i would rather play dothy than opposition agent me too but i don't know if we want either to be honest i just know that they're powerful cards that we should talk about i don't know if we want either Either I would I would consider cutting as one of the cards that we talked about, like uh, being iffy, like Assassin's Trophy for like a Dolphy to try out as just, again, something else that we have to try to get us back. 
but it might be bad. Yeah. Like, Assassin's Trophy, we're always going to be happy to see when it removes something. And Dothy is very dependent on other players. What about instead of depending on other players, what if we just put in a little bit more mana? What about a wild growth or something like that? Yeah, wild, wild growth's pretty good. We want, do we want some extra mana? We can play it on turn one, and then on turn two, it adds an extra mana. Wild growth's not bad, right? I think wild growth might be it. Wild growth's good. Wild growth is underrated. Is that 100 cards? That's actually 101. Oh, shit. I thought we were just looking for one. No, that's 101. Now we, we, so now we got to find a cut. I know we were iffy on Assassin's Trophy. I'm okay with Warrior's Oath. I think I've come around on that. But I really like a lot of these other cards. Yeah, I would say Unearth is one that looks a little bit out of place, but that's okay. That's our nice little include. Manamorphos is a little strange. That's okay. That's our include. Maybe the Wild Growth. I was just looking for an extra card. If we don't want it, maybe Wild Growth comes out. All right, out. then I'm going to cut this Wild Growth then. I think we, we put nice, this together really quick. We did. I got a, We got a nice fast deck here. Yeah, this is... This... I might build this deck, dude. Should this we, might be what I put some, together for Chicago. Do you want to do some test hands? Yeah, let me, let's me. let do some test hands. Let's see if it's any good. Tell me when to stop. Good stop. Okay. So, our first hand is Misty Rainforest, Conqueror's Flail, Arcane Signet, Dockside Extortionist, Wheel of Fortune... Noxious Revival, and Carpet of Flowers. Huh. So let's let's set up a pod, yeah. because obviously this hand is dependent on what our pod is, and yeah. if there's going to be Carpet of Flowers mana for us. Blue Farm is in seat one. Okay, uh, Kinnon is in seat two. Blood Pod is in seat three. Ah, damn it. I thought you were going to say another blue deck. That was going to make <laughs> this a little bit easier. And then we're in seat four. Yeah, but even then, even then, I don't know. Like, this is a little bit tough. I think we're going to have a lot of easier time fighting a second seven that can make more mana. It's close. If Dockside is good on turn two... With this hands, the, the strategy is turn one, Rograt, Carpet of Flowers, turn two, hope that Dockside into Wheel of Fortune is good. I think we can do better than that on our first seven, though. Let's go to our second seven. I don't think there's anything we could put on, we could like use for Noxious Revival so that we could draw it again for a wheel that makes it worth it. Like the only thing would be our Misty Rainforest to yeah. guarantee a second land, but I don't think that's that's good. Let's definitely uh, deal another hand. Okay, so this hand is Phyrexian Tower, Stomping Ground, Paradise Mantle, Polluted Delta, Soul Ring, Cabal Ritual, and Deathrite Shaman. It's all mana and nothing else. I think we go to six. Yeah, it's just so close, right? It's like- It's, it's so close. If there's any tutor, any way to find any action we keep this hand for sure honestly if we were Rograk timna i'd be super yeah. down with this hand if but this was a six i think i would probably be closer to keeping it but since we're still on seven i think we can risk it for another one yeah it doesn't really do anything here's another hand that doesn't do anything emergence zone paradise mantle three more lands including taiga arid mesa and scolding tarn mana crypt and veil of summer this is getting closer to a hand that we would have to start keeping like this gets rayhan out really quickly but that doesn't do anything, That's not anything. like we need to draw just action really. this is if we draw this is a lot of mana though with like mana crypt like and this is a six right yeah like if we draw a tutor all we need is a tutor and we can we can present a win then that's all we need so there's all of our tutors and adnaws and necropotence as draws as draws so that's like probably one tenth of our deck does a 10% chance of drawing a card here beat a mulligan to five there's probably some math that says that I'm going to mold a five. I'm going to mold a five. I'm going to mold Let's a go five. to mine. Let's Here's see if we can thing. find something. We're going last. Yeah, we need something. All right, here we go. This deck sucks. <laughs> Scalding Tarn, Lotus Petal, Taiga, 
Exotic Orchard, Phyrexian Tower, Final Fortune, and Tinderwall. All these lands are in a 24 land deck. We need, what the hell? We need to shave a land. That's crazy. We need to no. shave a land. <laughs> Let's go to four real quick and see what four looks like. Four is actually not bad. Scalding Tarn, Exotic Orchard, Mana Vault, Defense Grid, Diabolic Intent, Necro, and Choline Ritual. Yeah, I love it. What is it? So can, is there a way we need land, Culling Ritual, Necro? We have four cards, so we could even go land. But just land. that is turn one Necro, We right? can go... Wait, what? Can I see it? No, there, we calling can't... Calling Ritual, not calling the weak. No, man. not calling the weak. It's calling Ritual. So, like, part of me wants Mana Vault so that we can calling Ritual, but, like... Calling Ritual is going to get us into either Diabolic Intent or Necropotence. Probably Necropotence here, right? What's the second artifact? Defense Grid. Defense Grid. This is an amazing seven. If I could keep this seven, like this is what we're looking for in a seven. I'm almost positive there's a keep here. I know it's definitely Land, Mana Vault... It could be land, mana vault. Choline ritual necropotence, I think, is what the keep is. Because you you hope for a second mana source that allows you to go turn to choline ritual into your necropotence. Yeah. And that's all you need. We play a ton of mana sources, and we draw a worldly tutor, which is going to tutor Dockside. Yeah, so we can still do what we want to do. This yeah. definitely this is a keep on four for sure. I'm not positive what it is. I think it's land, mana vault, uh, calling ritual necropotence. I, I think, think that's, that's what, it, what is. it is too. In decks like this, you want to maximize playing to your outs. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you play to whatever you draw and playing around your draw being what is going to get you there. Yeah. So like knowing how many cards in your deck make mana, how many cards in your deck find ad nauseum is like super important because that's really going to be the decision maker for like all of these hands. Yeah, agree. Should we go to another one? Yeah. Do, do we want to shave a land before we go no, to another No, that was pod? a small sample size. That's crazy. 24 lands. We're not going to hit four lands like that. Often. All right. Here we go. Here we go. First seven. First seven. Huh. All right, Emergent Zone, Scalding Tarn, Necropotence, Deadly Rollick, Final Fortune, Jessica's Will, Veil of Summer. This is mad close. This is like where it sucks an Emergent Zone doesn't make color mana. Yeah. And like we only have Scalding Tarn to make black red right now. I don't think this is it. It's close. If we had a way to make some more mana, if we had any piece of fast mana, this would be good. But on our first seven, we can mulligan. Like we can't get Jessica's Will out quickly. We can't get Necro out quickly. Let's yeah. go to second seven. This deck is going to mulligan a lot. That's okay. All right. So second seven is Mox Opal, Blood Crypt, Arcane Signet, Pyroblast, Twin Flame, Noxious Revival, and Manamorphose. Another one that's not quite there. Mox Opal's not turned on. We don't have a second mana source for Arcane Signet. Let's go to six. All right. Going to six. Lotus Petal, Badlands, Ancient Tomb, Conqueror's Flail, Grim Monolith, Ad Nauseum, and Warrior's Oath. Yeah, all right, We're baby. Turn two win. Here we go. Yeah, so this is pitching Warrior's Oath, probably, um, because this will allow you to go turn one Rograk, Ancient Tomb into Grim Monolith. And Lotus Petal. You might as well run that out there unless someone has like a Rhystic Study in play yet. And then turn two, you just present Ad Nauseum. Yep, I think so. It is uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's in four. If the Conqueror's Flare was a defense grid, you could go for protected turn win. So you're a little bit short. But depending on what you draw, you still might be able to do something to equip that. No, you can. You can go for a protected win still. Uh, no, you can't. No, you no, can't. You, can. you either you're go right. for the Grim Monolith or you go for yeah, the... We play, and we played Grim Monolith on But turn yeah, one. you just go yeah. for a turn two win, either on your main phase or hold up at instant speed, depending on what the table does. This We're is definitely, definitely built to win on your main phase after a main phase ad nauseum, so I think we'd be able to spin into some pretty good stuff here. Cool. So yeah, this was great. Do you want to deal another hand? One more test game. All right, that sounds great. So this hand is a Lotus Petal, Paradise Mantle, Stomping Ground, the One Ring, Tainted Pack, 
Heat Shimmer, and Manamorphose. Ooh, you know what? I like this I'm one. really tempted to keep this because this is This is three, turn two one ring? It, maybe? Th- yeah, maybe. This is three mana going into turn two, but like if we really need to... We can we can tainted pact for more mana, right? We can taint it back for mana. We have one half of the combo piece. We have an extra draw in mana morphos and a way to like filter our mana if we need to. This hand is not the the fastest hand or the no. best hand we've ever seen, but the one ring is strong enough that a turn two one ring, I'm gonna count that as a soft win. Although it's not a win on turn two, if you win on turn five, it'll be because of the one ring. So I think this is worth keeping. The one ring is the card that's gonna allow us to present multiple wins yeah, throughout the going. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just keep getting better and better and better as it stays longer in place. So we haven't kept a seven yet. I'm keeping this seven. No, I yeah, this the, and good. this seven is extremely close to being able to turn two one ring. I mean, you have like a free draw off of Anamorphos too so yeah. like getting just extra information yeah. is also nice hell yeah we built a jun deck and it's fast we built a jun deck and it's fast yeah what's our draw ass trophy wow we should have replaced ass trophy with something good thanks so much for watching if you like to support us directly you can do so on patreon like our 100 patrons Sean in the Ice, Mark Cirillo, SoCal Acura, Stormageddon, Luke Cook, AJ Alvasabi, Demon of Rosgris, Uncle Butts, Kawaja A. Hamid, Lauren Connell, and Baby Cheese Bus. If you want to pick up any of our merch, you can do that at playtowinmtg.com. Big shout out to Dragon Shield. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Make sure you use our affiliate link down below and code PLAYTOWIN5 to get 5% off your orders there. Follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram for more content. Thank you so much for watching. See you next time. $50 patrons. Or listening. Tyler Watson, Brian Barrington, Zachary Colson, Tyler H, X Tyler the Tree, X Mallcraft, Driving Crooner, Jabaha, Macy, Ace, Dalton Poti, not uh, Hobo Ghost. Shit. Uh, ah, fuck, I'm lost. Mitchell Shepard, Justin, Man Solo, Spiraling. Pedro, uh, Jacob Depp, Michael Blue, Jan Wildfang, Thomas Bueno, and David Nelson. Ah! This is how I'll sound when I sound. I'll sound just like this, how I sound when I sound. And when I sound and talk, I'll talk and sound like this. I can't really see out of my glasses. Because your glasses are foggy? Because your vision's changing? Uh, no, because, because they're dirty as shit. All right, that's a little bit better. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.